0: hello everybody we are no skill entertainment we are back here at the fireside having fun hanging out and today with two guests not just one we're having fun we've got my good friend dj here accompanied along with a companion camera as well so that should be should be fun and exciting and uh further down head king editor lizard brandon the <laughs> dravo himself is up, our tech genius behind all of this insanity running the controls and keeping me on my toes so if you see me doing this, you know what happened. <laughs> I'm trying my best. But with all the exciting tech upgrades out of the way, we're here to actually take a step back from modern technology and revisit the heyday and glory days of gaming. Where it all started. Because I don't know, I know people out there aren't going to believe me. Video games didn't always used to be home entertainment, they used to be locational or vocational depending on which word you want to use I'm not that smart but you used to have to go travel and back in the good days of me and DJ you had to go for a walk carry a fistful of quarters and try to make it look like you weren't doing something sketchy that's just you also had it to was. talk really... to people yeah you really did there was a lot of there was a steep learning curve to the social etiquette of the old arcade gaming which I'll get into some yeah. of that later on
1: Hey, those yeah, those places we used start to running always off be packed. On the tirade.
0: Always. 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 And like I said, before we get off of the tirade, we'll do a brief starter sequence. A little bit of an introduction to kind of get a feel from where we come from because while we're the same age bracket, vastly different locations, a lot younger over there, and. and oh. Siege is asleep. I should have counted on that. Um. <laughs> 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 this video gets a hundred likes I like go flip him out of bed Anyways The Early days were weird for me But let's just start with The most modern of the group over there Brandon hate to put you on the spot But I think you're gonna have Some vastly different takes
1: Well <laughs> With me And DJ should know There isn't anyone who has lived In Arizona or in Phoenix More specifically There is a place called um I think it was Castles and Coasters. Yeah and they used to have this huge building with like three or some floors and all of them had arcade machines, fucking um different types of games like fo foosball, all kinds of crap, you know, just, it was it seemed endless and there was so much to do there. And every time we were to go out there, because it was not just that building. There was, of course, roller coasters and all kinds of different log rides and all that stuff. And it did have so much entertainment, so many games. I never played them all, but I played out quite a few. And some of my favorites were the classics, like Time Crisis, House of the Dead. Fucking it's some old Street Fighters. Some Mortal Kombat. That, that type of stuff. Heck, there was even um I forget what the name of it was, but it was like a racing arcade game and it had to do with um uh ski boats. Hydro, I uh, the, uh, Hydro would Thunder Hydro
0: Thunder.
1: Yeah, that one, Hydro Thunder. That was fun. Especially if you had someone to race against. Not just but that was fun uh
0: the the new one is up to four player racing and i didn't know it existed until i sat down in the four seat i almost got dusted by a uh I, oh i don't want to sound rude she was a mom and her <laughs> kids were about my age and she was whooping the shit out of all of us it wasn't even close folks like not by a long shot I finished ninth. she finished 2nd, and all of her kids were somewhere up in 15th and 16th. So, uh, so, we got to practice on the new one. As an
1: arcade mom right there, she grew up on that shit. She knew what was up.
0: Oh, f- she, knew it was, she knew alternate routes and all that shit. I think it's so, so funny that all these classic things are still going. and The games we played, Brandon also played. Brandon also had fun with it because arcades... I think you feel free to argue with me here. Are timeless? Like it's just a nostalgia. It timeless. Very
1: well. The universal. There's something for anyone in those things.
2: So, I remember I met some of my closest friends growing up at arcades because arcades made you talk to people. Like I'll get into like more details later on, but prime example of it: you go to the arcade by yourself and you want to play that Simpsons beat 'em up game. That's a that's a four player game. I'm mm-hmm. sitting there asking people, like, hey, do they, do they want to play? Do they want to play? Do they want to play? And we're sitting there just, like, making friends for life and not even realizing it because, hey, yeah. you want to play this game that I need help on? This would be sick.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Next and... thing, Yeah. Hmm. Right? Hmm. How do I? How do... I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Brandon, no offense to you or your generation.
1: No. no. You're a That's little fine. older than
0: most of the... You're a a lot more mature. You're a little older on your side of things versus the generation you actually came from.
1: Hey, I'll take that as a huge compliment. I I even hate my generation
0: most of the time. A lot of you guys didn't get that... Anyways, a lot of you guys didn't get that experience Deej is talking about. Like, you obviously went to castles and coasters. You had your fun. You were able to get in and get your hands on it. There's so many kids that... Okay, anyways, kids, there's so many young adults your age who are, I'll ask, oh, have you ever heard of this arcade game? be like, well, arcades were dead in the 80s, and I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> are you on? Are you a crack? Stop the conversation now before violence initiates. I'm
1: about to throw hands.
2: Because the hard, <laughs> <Look, it's> hard <laughs> thing now is the fact that most... Mm-hmm. Most arcades don't exist anymore unless they're part of, say, a major chain or a big or like a big business. Like, like Brandon was saying with, uh, with castles and coasters, that was a huge booming thing because it was, it was a tourist attraction for anybody that either a lives lives in Arizona or is visiting because it had a little something for everybody, from like a little bit of a water park to amusement park rides. And then there's also an arcade. Then there's big franchises like, like Dave and Buster's, where the main focal point is. The RK, yep. Like this is what you're here for. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, sorry, I was actually gonna ask Brandon. I didn't we got derailed already? But. Was that the only thing in your guys' area? Because I don't want to be mean or sound like I'm talking out of my
1: ass. Oh, no. This is There's Phoenix. Not a lot this was of entertainment Phoenix, Arizona. This was Phoenix, Arizona. This was like the big city. There was a lot of places, but when I lived in Arizona, I was a wee child. There was not many places that my parents were willing to take me to. Castles and Coastals Fair was sure. like that that big, you know, surefire thing that take a kid and he'll have fun because it was... There's a go-kart race, a small water park, rides and a huge arcade building. So, it was easy for them to take a little child and have mm. a, a day out of it. You know, it was like it was it was easy, accessible.
0: Ah, dude, that's cool. Like I'm glad you, there was something there for you because when we were young, these things were everywhere. And nowadays, I'm literally driving by the ghosts of my childhood when I'm going places because I'll be like oh yeah that's what used to be our version of castles and coasters it was called uh, Paradise Island and now oh, it's a bar and grill and just a huge empty (laughs) lot (laughs) it's kind of weird oh and
1: of course Uh, the the good also I was going to also point out the good old Chuck E. Cheese was also an option but I never really cared to go there for anything but the arcade (laughs) oh screw that rat
0: dude N- nothing <laughs> like a ball that, that smells like piss. Bro, <laughs> only
1: only reasons I would ever go there was because some other kid had a birthday party there, and then other than that, I never went there. Same. I hated it there.
0: Same. I I had fun there, but it was always like an annoying thing of was... the the book time for the parties were always stacked on top of each other. So Those are oh, like, yeah. ten parties is going on kids everywhere parents not giving a fuck it was always a disaster and somebody always got hurt everything was padded in foam and super soft plastic and not meant to be beat up on but somehow some dumbass cousin was always like ah my ankles fractured you're just like no you're fine and then he just collapses you're like oh shit he's hurt (laughs) he's really someone please i'm seven that
1: place Was literally before the term ever existed. That was the place for you to find the Karen.
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna say Hunger Games. But yeah, oh, sure well, that. that too, but it's Hunger safe. Games
2: or Lord of the Flies. That was a lawless oh land in that play area. Like you, if you got if you got exiled from the clan, they violently threw you down that slide and you had to go crying to mom because now nobody wanted to play with you. But now when it comes to Chuck E. Cheese now Nothing against Chuck E. Cheese. Actually, everything against Chuck E. Cheese. I hate that place. Um, Even the arcade games were kind of mid; They weren't fantastic. You had a couple of cloud grab machines and then maybe one type of like like on-rail shooter game. And that's assuming if they didn't deem it too violent. Yep. And then all of a sudden it was like, whack-a-rabbit, whack-a-mole. And I'm like, the only reason why I, I had any sort of interest is, for some reason, the final prize that was the most expensive on the prize board was something that was actually, you know what, kind of decent. I now have a goal. I'm going to achieve said goal.
1: Yeah, they were pretty mid.
2: Other than that, I really did not care for Chuck Cheese. Especially that rat. He smelled
0: Charles, Charles and just Conrad, and cheese. Cheese. Put some respect on
2: his name. <laughs> his
1: brother, his brother, died brother died in the war. The war.
2: <laughs> Charles smells like enchilada cheese.
0: Hey, I don't even know how to respond to that. Anyways, get, well, moving Brandon on. was going on. Yeah, Brandon was talking about Chuck E. Cheese before DJ just disrespected a hero. But anyways.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: okay.
2: <laughs> no, but, but arcade wise brenda do you, you have anything else to, to add on top of that or because I was about I was about to chime in no um no. well
1: after mm-hmm. I left Phoenix Arizona that was it mm-hmm. so go ahead
2: all right this is a good train oh, there vision. was also there was also desert ridge, desert ridge was sick. do you remember I desert never ridge?
1: went I never went I know
0: about it I never went it was Alright so now we're making the official transition to DJ, because this one's going to be off the rails. I'm pretty sure we're going to be here for a minute. So DJ, now that you're all settled, and you've been through your 20th avatar change, how'd you get started?
2: Um. So, video game-wise, my first console was uh, an NES. And it was actually weird how how we ended up getting this this NES. So on this NES two big ones that, that my brother and I played is we played <clears throat> we played duck hunt and we played uh Super Mario now how we attained this I felt so horrible I love my brother to death and I and I, I I'm so happy that he's doing much better now for him for himself he's a grown man he's due to get married but uh when he was a wee tot, he ended <laughs> up uh, uh, getting uh, getting pneumonia so he was hospitalized for a while, and then some, I don't know how they set up or did this, but uh, randomly some lady just walks in to, to the room while we're sitting there hanging out with my brother. We're trying to hang try, trying to hang out with, you know, a, a literal child. And she just put, she rolls in, kind of like how, how teachers did back in the day. She rolls in this TV that's sitting on like the, this wheeled tray. And then she puts a Nintendo underneath it, plugs it in and says, have fun, go nuts. So I was speeding up, my hmm. brother's made a full recovery. Uh, she, uh, my mom sends my brother and I to go return, said Nintendo. And the lady goes, no, no, no. That's yours, congratulations. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Especially while we were playing it. That's how, okay, real talk. That dog from Duck Hunt. That was my very first bully. Okay, the way he <laughs> laugh at me.
1: Fuck's sake.
2: It hurt me. Like it, it did something to me to this day, and I'm in my thirties now. You don't Look, want so to play the That's how we got our version. first console. I do now. Now that you said it. Oh, fuck. But, so that's how we got. That's how we got our, our first console. When it came to arcade gaming. There was mm-hmm. this roller, there was this roller rink that was like four blocks away from my house, and I would get on my bike. My mom would give me like a five dollar bill, and especially you, if my, my mom would give me a five dollar bill, I'd go straight to the arcade, lock up my bike with my chain. Oh yeah, yep. and yep. Yep, those days, yep. Walk in and there's kids just there's kids everywhere. I'm like, I'd say maybe ten, maybe even younger hmm and I go to the change machine and it just simply has it. It's it's this big uh, black machine And then there's just this green piece of slate on it. That says ones fives tens and 20s And I'm like this is a five that's that same number eat it And I feed <laughs> I feed the $5 bill into the into the machine and it just spits out what I think is 10 million quarters that can barely fit in my little corduroy pockets and I start lining my pockets up. I think I am like wealthy as shit. I think I am the richest kid in this place because it just spit out to me what was a mountain of quarters. And the first thing that I go to is I went to, uh, I went to the original Street Fighter where there was a line of people trying to challenge this one guy because all he was doing was picking Blanco and he was just spamming God. Jab. Oh my God. Because for anybody that knows what happens after you hit Jab for the fourth time, there's a reason why you're that guy. That's how he was winning, was just jab, 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 electrocute. That was it.
1: But
0: mm-hmm. so then you had mm-hmm.
1: your... The, the, yeah. And
2: then some also throwbacks not to hit
0: Cammy, But, you know, I ain't, I ain't getting into... I ain't getting into that.
2: You had a bunch of dudes that were obsessed with Ryu and Ken, and, uh, Zangief.
0: Okay, Geef's respectable. Everybody else, who got poster <laughs> boy syndrome. There's a reason you lost.
2: All of you if I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm happy you, I'm happy you memorized how to do the Hidukan move. But that ain't gonna matter when Zangief wraps you up. That's it. You're getting suplexed or tornado spin. But uh, so going off of what Brandon said with after the whole time crisis and House of the Dead thing, the ones that I that I remember. Till this day, the Simpsons one that I told you that I mentioned earlier, that one was you need to just go with the bros or you need to go and talk to somebody at that arcade Mm -hmm. and run the Simpsons game. Like that Simpsons game was that, that, that shit was, that was a different time. But I also remember the on rails Jurassic Park game that I thought was absolutely the most terrifying thing on the planet and impossible (laughs) to beat because I was so scared. Yeah, that it was, was incredibly uh,
0: difficult especially
1: yeah
0: oh what's that
1: i was gonna say that was really a du- a tough one right there
0: yeah the bosses in that were true quarter eaters like you had to know the rhythm you had to have the timing down and then the t-rex that just inexplicably goes invisible and you have like five seconds to hit it out of its attacks are fucking ridiculous that was an oh, yeah. relentless e for everybody game
2: it really was yeah, yeah. E for everybody except this this nine year old that's about to shit himself because he's looking at a real dinosaur. In my mind, that thing was real.
0: Yeah, oh, but then you well, had, did you play the stand up or did you play the cabinet where you sit inside
2: the big booth? The cabinet. Well, I played both. Terrifying. The first one was yeah, especially yeah. like the it, they already put you inside a dark background. Then you have to shut the curtains, which completely blacks out everything to where all you see is the screen. And now I see this T Rex open mouth trying to eat me. For about five seconds, I thought he was actually real.
0: Oh, believe it. I was it. also a child I of time.
2: Believe it. So there was that one. Then there was a uh, a uh, Contra. Contra was, uh, Contra was a big one. I didn't play uh-huh. too much Contra, but Contra was, all, was also there. Uh, the original Area Fifty One.
0: Love it, classic.
2: Love it. Yep. And then. <laughs> And then the original Terminator, like the the first Terminator one, where they actually put like these two big, like oversized Uzi guns, and you never played with anybody else. You just jack two quarters in, and then you and yeah, you started dual wielding on your own.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, I haven't heard like, anybody yeah. dual wielding in an arcade in so many years. Oh,
2: oh man. you're taking uh, me and back. Then the, and then the last one for me, the one that stuck out to me for the longest time, and I wish they would make again. Uh, silent scope was one of one of my biggest go-to's.
0: Well, that that cabinet was so expensive and so state of the art compared to everything else. When it broke, it wasn't a cheap fix. If you've never heard of silent scope, YouTube it. It looks sick, and it has a presence in the arcade. Oh yeah. But mm-hmm. A regular mom and pop pizza shop can't afford to maintenance it. Chuck E. Cheese don't, want, don't can't buy it because you know it's not kid friendly. Silent Scope was such a niche gem and I really wish that somebody else bought the franchise and just kept it going because that would have been sick.
2: Silent Scope was for, not for none, like Silent Scope was for the elite of like, you need to be, you need to have a good shot and you need to be patient and you also need to have a mom that really doesn't care because my mom would, would like hang over my shoulder while I'm sitting there trying to sight in. Long story short, when it comes to silent scope, you have a really outrageously long si- uh, sniper rifle that actually has actual screen tracking inside the uh, scope to where, where you're pointing in the scope will be where you're looking on the actual screen and ultimately you're looking at this big building and you have to eliminate all the targets that that you see pop up before they either a kill you or b time runs out and always during uh, during the final stage it will be some sort of hostage situation where some guy is on the ground you know where he is but he has somebody in front of him and you have to hit him in the head that's where the steady hand comes in and my mom, without fail, every time I have him sighted in, I, I I let out my breaths, now I am even more steady, I have it aimed at his forehead, and then I hear, what you playing, son? Ah! <gasps> sorry if that, sorry if that peeks. No, you're fine. It did. We're so sorry, um, We're
0: <laughs> sorry audience. She didn't have an issue with the way you regained health in that game? <laughs> no. Do you know how you regain health in that game? No. Uh, Brandon, do you? Before I sound like the only loser in this podcast. <laughs> no. Okay. Cool. Um,
1: I'm not gonna lie. Um, what game are we talking about again? <laughs> so, good. Oh no! I honestly, the places that I went to never had the cabinet. I never got a chance to play it.
0: Okay, so if you're playing Silent Scope, you lose health every time you hit somebody who is not your target, so any bystander, Or taking too long, the bots will shoot back and damage you. If you want to regain health, you're looking through your scope at buildings with windows and open sight lines. You have to look into the buildings. You have to find a lady who is in the process of undressing. They'll turn and see you get bare, slam the window, and what? that's how you regain health in that game. I, I remember now. that is canon. Yep. How you regain health in Silence Scope? A game yep, was for I a much more that. mature audience, which makes me freak out. That it's still <laughs> over at Golfland, Sunsplash down the road. Like, I, why are they still allowing this? I don't know. But, Interesting.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I remember that now.
0: <laughs> Interesting bit of trivia for everybody out there.
2: Yeah, so, uh, Silence Scope was like the game that got that got me into. Well, I'm not gonna say sniping because it, it'll be years later before before Call of Duty came out for the Call of Duty that got me started. So that that, w- that was gonna still be a while. But the like Silent Scope was just one of those like you know what this is where if I uh, think that I'm worth that I you know I I'm worth my chops, I need to be able to get a higher score than my buddies do because we would have like. I guess you could say our version of a land tournament, where it's I would take my turn, and now you got to beat my score.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, how it yeah. went. Old school, old score
2: right
1: that's there. That's how it went.
2: Yep. Oh, and then uh, one more. I know I said one more with sound scope, but last one. Anybody remember the the horror, horror on Rails carnival? Oh
0: my God! Don't you? This say guy it. does. You know damn this well. This guy does. To an obsessive degree, Carnival is hands down one of the greatest real shooters of all time and deserves to be recognized and relaunched, not forgotten in a shed somewhere where people write horrible fan fiction that involves Sailor Moon ROMs. I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I've, I've gone some places in pursuit of bringing back one of my favorite games of all time, other people have gone far worse places. So, that exists. It's on YouTube. There's a 20-minute documentary that breaks down the secret... Although, I need my two fingers. Cult of Carnival. And if you got 20 minutes, you don't mind wasting on absolute garbage. Check it out. Yeah, the game's a classic. Love that shit.
2: That shit was so fucking hard for me back in the day. Not not only because I I was scared out of my mind. Like, I was scared out of my mind at what I was saying because it was very, like... Like, I I don't want to say claymate, but it's like, how would you describe it? Somebody went apeshit in a 3D animator, and they just made something, gave it eyeballs in the mouth, and it was in Carnival. Uh,
0: I get what you say with the claymation. What they, I can't think of the name of it, but it's a kind of way of old-school 3D modeling that was very realistic, and it sells horror so well because at the time, Technology wasn't able to get like the evil within or Resident Evil that we're used to today. Yeah, That was yes. something that was uncanny because it was so close to real but so alien. Your brain didn't know how to process it. And if you still see shit like that, like if you saw a modern version of Clay Fighters, your skin would still crawl because you don't have the right capacity. Whether you believe certain theories of uh, neuroscience or not, your brain doesn't has a trigger when it sees something close enough to real but not and we can't explain why there's a lot of stuff going on. one moment <laughs>
2: <laughs> while he's taking his moment i actually recently watched a um a speed run of carnival somebody uh, somebody just did, did, a, did a speed run of it because you can get on i think that you can get on a couple different uh, emulators and even still to this day, if, um, is...
1: people have the access to the cabinet.
2: No, in this guy said, he, uh, he it was some sort of emulator, because now he uh, gave himself the ability to have to have unlimited ammo. Like, he just wanted yeah. to show the game off. Oh, yeah. And even now, still to this day, like 15, 20 years later, I'm looking on screen now. I'm not terrified like I was when I was a child, but even then, it's like, even now, I'm still like, yep, that's still very creepy. All right,
0: Okay. Sick. And and the reason you feel that way, sorry, I had like nine things happening in the house. Um, your brain has this self-defense mechanism when it sees something so close to natural, but isn't, it freaks you out. Some people think it's because of aliens. Other people think it's because disease, which actually makes a lot of sense. You'd want to avoid something that was a person, but no longer is. Otherwise, you might get sick of whatever they had. Uh, so, Carnival... I think the art style just threaded that line perfectly, and that's why it's still creepy. It's still unnerving, and it is still difficult as all hell. I've beat the game 12 times, and there are some bosses that are just rigged to make you work your ass off and throw quarters at them because they are unforgiving, but that's just my horrible two cents. DJ, what is your face doing? Am... <sighs> it's so hard to work when you're winking at me and doing all this like weird shit. <laughs> like you just turn to me, your face uh, starts What's going crushing. on? What am I doing? Well, exactly. And,
1: and tongue out. Like okay. <laughs>
0: No, dude, he was full on winking at me. Give me the head tilt. and I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to talk. Can you make a pass at me later, please? I am professional. <laughs> like,
2: there's a camera right there that's going to catch all of this later. Be like, what is DJ doing? It's one of those, like, as I'm pressing buttons, like pressing the triggers and shit, I can't see my hands so, or so what my hands are doing, but there's a corresponding face that this character will make based off of what my hands are doing. Well, yeah, that's how it all happens. We
0: test all of our avatars before we start recording. Isn't that right, Brandon?
2: Yep. I I literally sat here trying to find a character that, you know, folds your legs, and then ultimately I couldn't. The last character that I had that could fold her legs, her tits were, like, hanging out to, you know, down the street. So I was like, you know what? sweater.
0: I love how DJ tries to make it sound like he's the victim. He downloaded all these characters. Uh, Yep. (laughs) Look at this <laughs> not main. Nothing wrong with him. I, just I mean. to get with you to, He's horny to... on
1: main. He's horny on main.
0: Lizard king. Nothing yeah, wrong over there. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing.
2: But I, just, yes, I still he... need to get with you to, uh, to to show me how to how to get this sh- created again because I do want an actual like wolf boy.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, that All one's right. going to be on the pay to pay wall, because furries will pay for things, but that's for another
2: day. Uh, All right. <laughs> Yeah, but so. Anyways, you're saying. I was muted when I was pointing to myself the first time. When you said that you've beaten Carnival 12 times, I still to this day have not beaten it because that was going to be the start of where I became a quote unquote rage gamer because Carnival, as soon as I stopped being afraid of it, I started getting pissed. Oh, I remember being so angry at this game.
0: I can see that because Hambone has guaranteed damage the first boss most players encounter because Carnivals choose your own path, but everybody always starts with the easiest one, not knowing that it has two bosses, one of which has guaranteed damage, and the other one has very tight framework, so Bloody Mary is not something to scoff at. And I can see how nine-year-old DJs just sit here trying to rip the light gun out of the cabinet because he's screaming. (laughs) Oh, oh, my bad.
1: Yep. But, uh, yeah. Fucking, oh, yeah. You're good. You're good. I might not have any, like, um insight or experience with Carnival, but from what I've seen on, like, YouTube and what I've heard from you guys talking, because this is the first time this arcade game has come up in a podcast. We've talked about this one before, and it just sounds like hey, Carnival's I would I would love to play one day because it sounds so far
0: up my alley. That's what I'm saying. And the high skill ceiling? No, no, just sorry. With the flick shooting and the high skill ceiling, Brandon would get into it. He would be furiously breaking triggers. Like, no joke.
1: Oh, yeah. It'd probably be the first game that I actually get rage at because I'm not a rage gamer. He is, and I've seen him when he gets
2: pissed. Yeah! <laughs> Rip to that controller that I threw through my wall. Thank you, Left 4 Dead 2. Oh, those uh, days that was a great Fun. time.
0: I've come well, back for you no
2: know <clears throat> No, it wasn't even Hi. no Chomsky. So I was, I was the only one that quick, quick side- Quick side story before we go back to nostalgia and being old. <clears throat> so I was the only one alive, okay? and i had to advance forward i managed to kill everything that was in front that was in front of me all i had to do was advance forward enough to find somebody that was locked in the closet
1: yeah.
2: and i'm walking through this doorway i don't hear anything there was no sound cue there was no warning even though every single one of the special enemies is supposed to have their own unique sound mm-hmm. i heard but nothing, nothing. As soon as I walk through this door, I get spear-tackled by a hunter, and he just claws my chest out of me like he owned the entire damn thing. And and there was nothing I could do about it to fight back, and we lost everything. We were on expert realism, I threw my control through the wall, and I went to bed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I want to choose to believe DJ was talking and he didn't hear the
2: dun-dun-dun before (laughs) he got sacked like a rookie quarterback. That's for a tank. (laughs) This is a hunter, the guy that just tackles you. He didn't give me a, any sort of sound cue. No, that, yeah, no, no that...
0: I can't sound like a piano, so I don't know how the fuck it sounds. Anyways, back to...
2: Back to being old. Yeah. How did you get your start, my friend? Um. Uh-oh. just to contemplate. You folded the hands.
0: Yeah, I got the finger pyramid going, kind of. So, uh, uh I had always had home entertainment of some sort. Uh, gaming just ran in the family. My mom was big Super Genesis, or sorry, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis kind of stuff. But oh when God. I was starting to get older, my family got into baseball and softball super heavy. And when they would go to tournaments, all of the clubhouses had arcades because you know drunk people playing sports after you'd hang out you want to go to this clubhouse with bar and huge gaming area so i would just be there for weekends playing sorry wildly unprofessional. playing sunset riders metal slug neo geo classic uh midway um oh my god the ninja turtles beat them up the simpsons beat them up all these like classic consoles classic games uh, one time I was lucky enough to find a working Punisher console, and that, like, truly got me hooked on retro stuff. Um, well, real
2: quick, means? I just want to interject real quick, because uh, I just found this one out yesterday. Uh, there's actually, I think it's just a revamp, slash, remaster, but, uh, Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge is now, uh, remade and on Xbox.
0: Oh no, that's completely an original concept.
2: Oh, so, that, so that, that's an original concept?
0: Yes, because Wah. it has new characters, special moves, new maps, new bosses. It's like its own thing. It's a standalone, and it looks gorgeous, all the... folks. Please check it out. Play oh, yeah.
2: Respect to the Turtles. It's on. It's on Game Pass, and so they because I saw that it was the it, it was the original form. Hmm. Then April and uh, and Shredder, not Shredder, Splinter.
0: Oh my god! You can also play Casey. You can? Any? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw a trailer of Casey as well. I don't know. Maybe that one's not out yet. That might be an upcoming
2: release. It might but, be DLC. Uh, maybe yeah. one of those. You unlock them after you beat the game.
0: Maybe. I, I love old shit like that. So I hope. I hope like that.
1: You know, but, um, it's it's kind of crazy whenever yeah. you talk about um, your family, because I see so many similarities with yours and <laughs> mine. Specifically <laughs> my mother, not my dad, because my dad never grew up with games he actually never played one probably until he got to the united states and he still doesn't care about them but my mother however she's the one that got me into arcade stuff she was the arcade girl growing up when she was like hanging out with friends and stuff she was at the arcades back then she i think uh, i remember she loves house of the dead and she her favorite arcade Cabinets are like Pac- Mrs. Pac-Man and Pac-Man Jr. But House of the Dead, yep. she loves that yep. shit, too. And she's the one that got me into that stuff and introduced me to that. And my, I think my first game I ever played was uh, was House of the Dead, actually. And it's all because of her. I, I don't know, my mom's beside the family, and just, they like games, specifically my uncle and her, but it, that's story for another time.
0: It, it's funny because up until that point in her life, she was very much a casual. And then once she found out I was on the way, she couldn't play sports. She couldn't go out and do a lot of stuff she was used to doing. Mm. So get Nintendo, plug it in, TV on, and she could just do that all day and without worrying about it getting hurt or stressing or doing any of that and it just kind of turned into a thing of all right let's master pac-man let's master uh space invaders let's do super nintendo or let's do super mario and then let's 100 run uh legend of zelda the original one and then majora's Mask, uh, and then ocarina oh, of time God. and then i was born <laughs> and <laughs> even like passively later in life she kind of kept it Uh, to a certain degree getting into games like um, Pokemon Go or other fun little mobile things and like just stuff like good interactive ones that really keep you going and it's funny because when we would go to tournaments they would be in Nevada DJ's very familiar with Reno specifically
2: right? What's up, Reno in the house?
0: So we'd be out there for days, weeks at a time and so i didn't lose my mind or go around breaking shit because let's face it every nine-year-old has like a limit of how long they can sit still and behave before they spontaneously combust it's just a known fact so yeah yeah so we would do the softball baseball thing all day and then at night when everybody else is like oh let's go celebrate let's go to the casino and they're like well you guys do that We'll get all the kids we'll go to the uh arcades because every major gambling town also has major arcades because you need to keep the kids spending money as well and not destroying your shit. so we would no. do that and i've that was a yearly thing we did that all the time and then once i got older i'm like hey can we go to local arcades our local mall went through five different generations of arcades and they were all different styles all different owners the last one is still standing it is 2022 and they are still standing they moved to their own building on the mall property but it is their own like pizzeria with the arcade and all this other built
2: huh? that's why i just i i hate the fact that arcades now are becoming a dying breed the, the last arcade that was near me outside of you know, your, your, like, David Buster's or, like, a major restaurant chain that happens to have, like, a small arcade in there. Just a straight arcade yeah. was about, i say, half a mile away from my house inside this, uh, roller rink. And as of uh, a couple weeks ago, they started demolishing it. Wow. Oh,
0: oh that's hard. That's yeah. hard. Oh, yeah. He, you're right.
1: No, like, what's shit? Are, like, um, like, for me, for example, is literally... I don't know where Dave & Buster's is and where in the state that I live in. I am pretty sure there's probably one out in, like, the two big cities, Lincoln or Omaha, but, like, it's... it's I cannot find any sort of, like, arcade area or, or place that has those machines. I, unless I probably go to the city, which is, like, an hour and a half drive or more from where I am right now. Oh, it's
0: getting harder and harder. Like...
1: It's, it's getting tough. Uh,
0: like I was saying, since I've lived in this town, we've only had arcades in the mall. And out of all of these years, the last family is the only one staying. Everybody else closed the doors, packed up, and left. And the last family had to buy their own building because it was too expensive for them to operate in the mall. So they had to stay on the same property, make a deal, do all this backdoor stuff. And it was still more viable for them to make it as a business than just try to be a corner slot in an already established building. Which is... I almost started screaming. Absolutely insane that it's that difficult these days, especially when arcades in other areas of the world, big cities, of course, in the U.S. side. Uh, Asia has a lot of massive, and I mean, state-of-the-art cutting-edge mm-hmm. arcades. Europe still believes in arcades. It it feels like they just kind of fell out of fashion here. It It's terrible because... DJ said it himself that's where you went to hang out and socialize and make friends. I love online gaming But you're not gonna get the connection Maybe in VR a little bit, but not as much of oh, hey, you like Street Fighter. Let's go play right now Or oh man, I need a partner for um, time crisis. Let's go and it like you uh-huh. can't you don't get that anymore And that was very important for a lot of people especially in our generation That was how we socialized because a lot of boomers aren't gonna want to hear this, but fuck it They don't watch your channel anyways Those dated ass Completely out of touch Oh we'll set up We'll have our kids do this and this together Half the time whatever you're setting up The kids don't want to do anyways Let alone do it with some random punk ass Yeah Let alone with some random punk ass kid That just moved in down the block Who's completely nuts Uh, Side note That's how I met Frazier Um but (laughs) anyway (laughs) <laughs> Anyways it, like Things like that never really worked in, like eight Nine out of ten times If you think back to it All of those things you tried to set up Maybe one of them they still kind of cool with Two of them that oh they like God. Okay with <laughs> The Are you here. okay
1: What Your head's freaking out
0: <laughs> <laughs> What head 360's <laughs> All the way <laughs>
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Um,
0: having a spot where, yeah, having a spot where you and your friends can post up, or you can go make friends, or you can schedule to hang out with people, it was just a real social experience that kids these days don't. have and I get it. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to hear a lot of people in the audience. Oh, what about sports? What about crafts? What about creativity? What about shit your kid wants to do? Like, let them have their five minutes to just go out and do them and not have your input on it because if you're allowed to drink a fucking glass of wine with your meal and not be bothered about it we can play 10 minutes of video games it's just a cool de-stress it's fun it's entertaining and sh- fuck off if you're drinking red wine anyways you're a tool but yeah dude that's kind of like what it was back in our day and it's so weird to nowadays where you gotta Get on your phone, Google where they're at, figure out if you can feasibly get there for a decent price, figure out how much it costs to go in, because one of the games at David Busters that I went to, and this isn't a thing at David Busters, this is just always been an issue with maintenance in an arcade. One of the games is broken. It wasn't marked that it was broken and it was $5 to play. So I put in yep. my $5 cause I'm a Star Wars junkie. I want my adrenaline rush. Game takes the credits Screen looks like a Snow White just old TV static kind of setup. Can't see anything, and I'm how are you supposed to do anything with that? I wasted my five dollars. I'm like, well, fuck, I'll go play something else. Then this was supposed to be my big attraction for the day, but oh well. And it's a bus now. Yeah, I don't know. It's just so weird, and I'm glad to some degree, especially in the states, they still exist, but it's not as easy. as it's not the nostalgia it's not the social hub where it was like it's a tourist thing very much right
2: very much so I hate to say it like this because I got a couple pieces that I want want to touch upon that you guys mentioned earlier but Mm -hmm. even though I love everything about this gaming shit but one of the biggest reasons that or at least to me in my opinion one of the biggest factors that became the, the death of arcades was console gaming became more efficient, uh, not efficient, but, like, more affordable, because you got to remember back and back in those days where, like, the, the NES, the SNES, N64, uh, Sega, Sega Genesis, those were seen as, like, very expensive, uh, very expensive household items, and so instead of having to buy your child a console, it's give them 20 bucks, and then send them to the arcade, and they're set for, like, three hours.
1: Yeah. So I, now yeah, buy.
2: So now by, uh, buying a console was was more was more of a feasible thing like when, I, when my mom finally got her 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 good job uh, her good job next thing you know she buys my brother and I an N64 and I noticed like you know what we haven't been going to the arcade nearly as much cuz we didn't have a need to we had the games <laughs> at home so now it's like we can sit here and play you know Banjo-Kazooie and and all the and oh yeah and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and GoldenEye until our heart's content and we don't have to leave the house. Yep. 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 <sighs> Sorry. I just want to touch up real quick because you guys talked about how your moms uh, were gamers. Yep. My mom doesn't know jack shit about video games, she doesn't understand the purpose of point. Like, just simply saying it's fun. Doesn't compute to her as logical. The most that she has under her belt for video games is she has about, I'd say, 45 seconds of GTA San Andreas. Where my brother and I, we were playing with our stepdad, and my mom was just curious as to what we were doing. Of all games that she wants to take a stab at, it's San Andreas. Oh... So she, grabs, so she grabs this controller, she's like, she's she's moving CJ around, she ends up uh, flipping to the very first gun that you get, like the very first pistol that you get your hands on. Yep. Walks up to some random old lady, plugs her, and then my mom just <laughs> like, Oh! 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 Oh no! And then she hands the controller to me, and my was just like, We're never gonna be able to play GTA again. She didn't know that that was a thing. But now she knows, she knows the secret. It's almost just like, this is too violent. You kids need to take this out right now. Right, right now. Yeah. We, we need, yeah. we need to find you some games that are more, you know, family friendly. I'm like, what game is family friendly that everybody can enjoy? And that's when she pulls out Wii Sports. And I'm like, we don't even have a Nintendo Wii. Can you play it on your PlayStation? No, it's called Wii Sports. You play it on a Wii. What's a Wii?
0: Not a fucking PlayStation, tell you that much.
2: And ain't no Xbox either. I love my mom to pieces, but that's her that that's the extent of her gaming is killing one old woman in San Andreas and then not understanding what video games are after that.
0: That was not Basically. an accident. That was a setup. She knew what she was doing. She was just playing.
2: <laughs> she just wanted she to knew pull up some old woman in San Andreas.
0: And she fought. Oh, yeah. good she about it, too. She called people. <laughs> oh, yeah, she <laughs> called people. She figured out the controls ahead of time, and she just walked up and said, Bam! Good night. Right in the
1: street. Take no this, witnesses.
2: Take this. <laughs> take this, Ethel.
0: <Apple>. <laughs> <laughs> no Russian. Goof. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fucking Christ. Oh, this is the worst.
0: Roman, no, wow, all no elderly. Dude.
2: But that's uh, that's what Mom's experience with with gaming. She'll go with me to the arcade, and then she like when she would go with me to the arcade, she would want to ask like, like what like like what's this doing? What's the purpose of this? What's the point of this? And normally I wouldn't have a problem answering her when it's when it's like a casual game, but when it was something that was requiring me to focus. That's when she wants to ask me questions at the worst time. Like all of a sudden, she stands over my shoulder while I'm playing Time Crisis, and she's just like, "Why is it you keep having to to like take your take your foot off this pedal?" Well, that's how I duck. Uh, well, why do you need to duck? Well, you see, when that when that red circle pops up out of their gun, that means that bullet is about to hit me, and I have maybe a half a second to react. And so all of a sudden, she was just like, "Oh, let me try." I take my foot off the pedal as the dude fires around at me. She steps. On the pedal. It was also my last life. Mm. So my my mom gets me killed in Time Crisis, and I'm like, oh oh no, what happened? Not a mistake.
0: Your mom's not playing dumb, man. She's (laughs) just fucking your day up so she can get along with hers. (laughs) It's like, all right. DJ's on one life. Let's go play stupid and just get him out of (laughs) here.
2: And That's what was pissing me off. I'm just like, okay, either either mom is really po- is really that dumb. Love you to pieces, mom. Or she's scheming against me because she always came up at the worst time and managed to screw me up in the worst way. At least with something casual like like any sort of beat-em-up game. I didn't care. It wasn't that big of a deal. That's why I was so glad when um It's not called the Hilton anymore. I believe it's called the Grand Sierra Resorts in Reno, and uh They yeah. had this arcade there called uh, called Fun Quest. And one of the biggest draws, I remember to this day, because I, li- I was able to play Time Crisis for like three hours by myself, happily, but uh, <laughs> when Dance Dance Revolution first came out,
1: oh, okay.
2: there, there was a line wrapped around the entire arcade waiting to just play this, this weird-ass rhythm game, which I can't play with rhythm games uh, to save my life. Respect to people that have that type of hand-and-foot-eye coordination. I can't. I cannot do it. I wear side 16s. Hell nah. That's not happening.
1: Bro, talk about a game that just stormed arcades. Like, Dance Dance Revolution, when that shit came out, that was, like, an actual revolution. People just came from so many places just to play this one game. And the lions were insane.
2: It oh, was yeah. It was maddening
0: uh DDR and Guitar Hero were the rhythm games that really brought rhythm gaming to the states. Yep. Everywhere else kind of had like a clue about it or a few other topics that are not topics, titles that we never heard of here. A lot of people still have it. But everybody knows DDR, everybody knows Move It, everybody knows Just Dance. Uh, Just Dance. Just Dance. Like when they came out, they were something new. There was something exciting. And it was marketed very well as have fun, get your heart rate up because you fucking will. That shit will make you sweat, man. Those games are so much fun. And if you're doing expert difficulty on double pads, get out. I don't need to see you doing that. Make me feel terrible that I can barely play on hard mode. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Those
1: people, <laughs> I would argue, are not even human. The, the them right there are some fucking aliens, Coming bro. From Shut your face! <laughs>
0: <laughs> damn it! You heard me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, but it's true. Uh, like, the rhythm games were that whole like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make you sweat a little bit, and that's where the whole family fun thing came into play. We oh we sports did the same thing of like, granted, we bowling. That shit made the family split in half. Like for about an hour now, my mom is not my worst enemy, and I and and she's got, she's she's aiming to kill me. In what game.
1: about um? What about Wii tennis, where people could literally just be like, "Oh no, I accidentally swung too far to the right and hit you in the head. Uh, my bad." Surprisingly,
2: <laughs> well, surprisingly enough, my family we did not care for Wii tennis. And then when it came to the whole biking thing, where you had to like have uh, the Wiimote in one hand and the nunchuck in the other and then you have to actually like, you know, bounce and jog them down in place It just became a, a cheating thing because we found out Hey, as long as as long as the Wiimote is moving It'll still propel your uh, your character forward So at one point my brother and his competitive ass he sitting there mm-hmm. you know doing the whole bobby up and down thing Realizes that he's about to fall two seconds behind uh, my sister's score. So he just completely stops dead his tracks This is gonna look mad. Don't do that. Don't take this the wrong way, but he takes the wemo and he immediately is just like, Gah! starts jerking this thing off just so that way his character would speed up. Passes it and he starts celebrating like he won. We're like, you're an asshole. You're just an asshole. You cheated. I don't care. I won. Ha! Ah. What a dick. <laughs> dick. I held on to that story because I held a grudge. I still remember Nick.
0: Sixteen <laughs> years
2: later, I still remember.
0: So you guys actually brought me to an interesting, interesting point of mind because a lot of <laughs> people in the younger day and age aren't going to know this because the opposite is happening. But back in the day, when an arcade game was so good, it would warrant a home port. So uh... they would go through, they would go through all the effort. Do the programming and make it compatible with home consoles. And this was a big thing. DDR had it, where you can actually get dance yep. pads for your house. And we had, we were that family. We had the dual pads, and we had two different DDR games. We had Remix and um, Ultra Remix Two, and we
2: just played and had fun. Oh my god! Right. Um, Wait, was Ultra Remix Two the one that had like every single and like at the time of Animana Gucci and Vocaloid on it? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm that old. Um, my cousin's actually <laughs> Adam had the Time Crisis port that came with a light gun. And while it didn't have the pedal, it had a, a secondary trigger that was your pedal. It also had the thumbstick so you can switch between full auto, semi, or burst on the pistol, something the arcade port didn't have
2: at the time. And, you guys can't see it. My jaw that is actually dropped right now. Continue.
0: Uh, she still has it. That's like a. It's in the original box, and she keeps it as a display piece on her. Uh, Uh, shelf so back in the day (laughs) old ports like that weren't terribly uncommon you would get cool games like crazy taxi time crisis DDR fucking crazy taxi
1: crazy yeah
0: and see see how good it is it Mm -hmm. made this man's eyes roll
2: (laughs) (sighs) crazy taxi was ahead of it's time I love the fact that it got an xbox 360 port that's now backwards compatible
0: see that's how good this game is that's how good this arcade game is and you don't they even get the full two different generations. The yeah, yeah. And the arcade, you had big speakers, massive screen, a keypad so you could track your progress, and a huge, cut, like, slideable driver seat with speakers built into it. You don't get that on the home console, but it's still nope. so good. They made it for GameCube, two generations of Xbox, and the PS2. Think about that for an arcade.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolute madness. Yep. That's and uh, how revolutionary for any was.
0: Yeah, it really was, and Marvel vs. Capcom two and the old Marvel vs. Uh, Capcom series or SNK vs. Street Fighter all started out their lives as arcade releases, and then they became the most legendary console titles of all time. Yep. And before I go off on this tirade, because I I've I've researched in this stuff, I've spent way too much time into it. Uh, actually, IRL, right here, right here, and up there are. Emulated, modded consoles that have all of these games. I'm talking about, and I'm talking stuff from Dungeons and Dragons, Chronicles of Hy- Mysteria, to, hmm, what's a good, what's a good one? Ah, the unreleased JoJo's Bizarre Adventure 2D Fighter from Japan.
1: What the fuck, damn!
0: damn. Yeah, got a lot of shit over here. I'm not even a JoJo's fan, but I kind of like the flex of having it. All the JoJo <laughs> fanboys, I don't play it. It just collects dust on the emulator.
2: Get fucked. Anyways. <laughs> I've never seen JoJo's, but I've seen enough meme formats for it to where I feel like I already know what the hell's going on. Yeah.
0: You probably do. It's just a meme. All of it. It's disaster. But, um. <laughs> it's chaos. Awesome yeah. Giant. Back in the day, these consoles were out. All right, sorry. These ports were out. They were a thing that exists. But if you go to Modern David and Buster's or any other. <laughs> Big budget arcade, not a Monpaw setup like a big one. They're doing the opposite. Minecraft has arcade ports now. Beat Saber has yeah. arcade ports now. Yeah. Fruit Ninja so- when it
2: when it when it got big, it, they had it. In, uh, they had it inside David Buster's too, where it's like this oversized iPad, and you would. Uh, say, oh, also the one thing that I do miss. Nothing. Just a side tangent before I go off on this. Nothing was more satisfying than actually inserting a coin. I don't care for slide your points card. I want to go back to insert quarters. Yes, I'm still sour about this. Because I, I- dude, it 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 felt different. Hearing the change jingle in your pocket just hit different.
0: I don't mind the card. For one reason.
2: Lightens Cards. the load.
0: Uh, no, I'm, I'm a Yu-Gi-Oh kid. I'm overdramatic as shit. Especially if I'm challenging somebody who's already at a machine. I whip it out and smack it on there hella hard just to make a scene. And then I throw it back <laughs> in my pocket like I'm holstering a pistol. It's so stupid. And go ahead and duggle. It. It, it's fun. And it's memorable. And it really makes an experience. And, and I'm a sure hear, like,
2: the whiplash sound. And then just, just hear, smack. Howdy, pilgrim.
0: Howdy, gamer. Ready to get grown-ass man with the goatee slams card on the reader. I'll be your hucklebear. This <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> stupid shit. Right? And, uh, I, I don't know. I had so much fun and I enjoy these ports, but it... Oh, Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this. Halo has... David Buster's exclusively has a Halo arcade port.
1: Yes, I knew this. I wish oh, yeah. I knew... I wish there was a David Buster's that I knew of, because I would go there just for that.
0: I mean, you're not missing a whole lot. It's about as mid as the rest of the
2: Halo franchise. <sighs> Especially with Halo now? Oh, yeah. Halo, I, I'll there, say
0: Halo
1: that now. See
2: that happened to Halo...
1: I'll say Halo now, but you, sir, one through three, that's blasphemy, right there, coming out your mouth.
2: Well, I told you the controversy that happened with Halo recently, that that's maybe just like, okay, the icing on the cake is now, you, you guys yeah. have dumpstered your, your franchise. <laughs> I'm
1: not, doesn't I get into this topic, I could go on forever. I know, I, know. I don't, mm, it's just yeah. me really mad just thinking about it. Fucking
2: 343. Three. <laughs> back, no, back to, back go to back arcades and shit. Again, I, I wish arcades were, were so much more prevalent, because I'm in my 30s, I would still go chill at an arcade, just because... Something as simple as like driving simulators from your uh, from your Crazy Taxi to uh, the Fast and Fu- uh, the Fast and Furious to uh, the Hydra at Thunders. one point there was a, mm-hmm. a- Hydro and Thunder. Thunder where now it's yeah. you're not just you know manipulating a a, jo- a joystick and, and buttons it's you're actually behind a steering wheel it has gas pedals and if it was immersive enough like the the Need for Speed one it actually had a gear shift. To where you could actually oh, yeah. have to throw it into the correct gear to to go the correct speed.
1: Hell, even to the point um, for those one those uh those jet ski ones where you just hop on an actual like mechanized fucking game jet ski and you're just there and you have to actually turn your body and you lose your body weight to yep. move that bitch. Yep. <laughs> like
0: goddamn, that was so fun. You know, I sucked ass, but it was fun. <laughs> So it's funny, DJ, you mentioned those racing games uh, when I went. So quick story. I went to a business trip and my boss said, don't need any ridiculous. So I didn't go to the theme park. I went to Dave and Buster's, had a good salmon, got drunk, played arcade games. That's where I found out Hydro Thunder has a new version called uh, H2 Overdrive. It's actually pretty good, really good port. Yep. House of the Dead has a new port. I don't want to get into that because Scarlet Dawn have a lot of opinions and will be here all day. And Cruising USA, Cruising California, they now have a new version yep. called Cruisin' Blast. It's six-player competitive. I played Damn. four races. I can't do four with these. Four races. <laughs> After the first one, everybody stopped playing with me, so I was playing by myself. For a while. <laughs> <laughs> when, I would, when I would go to play, everybody would leave because uh, for anybody who doesn't know, in the day, Hydro Thunder, Arctic Thunder, Cruise in California, Cruise in USA, Premium Rush, Premium 2027, no, 2024, and oh, there's one more. Uh, Off Road Extreme. That's what this is. Off Road of Fury. In... That's ATV Off Road Fury.
1: Yeah, no. And That's some good shit right there. Underrated, yeah. by the way. Those are like fun.
0: Oh, yeah. You want to be good at CS? Play TV Offered Fury too. Exactly. Anyways, That's your
1: transfers. Anyways, it
0: It translates. It's just direct correlation. Anyways, um, mm-hmm. if you won those old racing games in first place, or you set a new track lap record, the next race was free. And you could do that up to like five times or something ridiculous like that. So, you play games yep. like that, you grow up with them you get really good at racing games so when i went to david busters my grown-ass adult drunk ass is just sitting here just... just absolutely dusting these poor people i'm not even gonna say kids there was a lot of adults in there it would be me in first place at 126 track time 145 everybody else starts rolling in i was chilling and on my phone before they were finishing up the race and then the enemy's it, just like, oh,
2: I'll take my free race now. Good show. They don't do that. But no. that was the incentive. I know, but that was the incentive yeah. back in the day. It's like yep. to get you to stay at that game. It was with the promise of a free race, You uh, upon first place, you, uh, you'll, you'll get a free race. So now you have people like me who can't play racing games worth, worth a damn. i thinking free race. All I have to do is win. I'm pumping in quarter after quarter after quarter because I want my one free race never oh, got yeah. It.
0: oh yeah No oh, yeah they they actually had game concepts that sound so dangerous and like terrible for a place that serves alcohol i wanted to run them by you guys see if you can get your safety opinion on this
1: okay There's no one it's not safe series.
0: oh yeah, it's it's a 12 foot long caged cabinet that's about 10 feet wide two player competitive throwing full-size rubber dodge balls at targets it's a two-player yes.
2: game i've actually seen i've seen that
0: have you seen that, Brandon? Do you think this is a safe arcade experience? I'd say no. I, I, me either. I, I, all it's going to take is one drunk fumble, and that ball is going flying out of that cabinet, and just nailing somebody in the side <laughs> of the head. It could be an adult. It could be an eight-year-old. It can be a hostess. We don't really know, but it's going somewhere. Especially if DJ's there.
2: See, that's why when it comes to arcades, I like what I like, David Busters. I won't drink alcohol knowing that I'm going to be playing games because I have a reputation to uphold. I got (laughs) sauced. I had
0: like two pints before I started eating. (laughs) 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 I was like, "Give me a blue moon and a Lagunitas," and the guy's like, "That is bold, sir." And I'm like, "Call it the yin and yang. Let's go. Give me my light and my dark beer." Um, oh, but that was one of the beautiful things yeah, about our
2: cage. It. Oh, sorry. You, 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 had more, you had more concepts. Whoops.
0: No. Yeah, this, this is the, this is the last one, and it's going right. to might trigger something. It is called Axe Hero. It is a big caged unit that you step into. It's about 10 feet long. You grab full-size throwing axes, and they have rubber, head, like plastic heads. It's hard plastic heads. And you throw them into a dartboard, essentially, and they stick, and you score points that way.
2: Oh yeah, I, that's safer than what I had to do, where I was using real axes, and then it was you threw them at a projection screen.
0: <sighs> Brandon, do you think that's that how I cut safe? my hand? I, I think DJ's biased by the fact that he had an axe in his leg. <laughs>
1: um, I do dangerous dude. things. I can still see. I mean, uh, minus the fact that DJ at, was actually throwing real axes, I still see a uh, potential. Um, injury with those axes, even if they are hard plastic.
0: Oh, yeah. And there was a nine-year-old eating them bad boys, and I was waiting for one of them to come straight back and hit him in the face because he was not making it over the little thing you had to throw over. And he was, uh, nobody was there. No mom, no parent, no cousin, no screaming uncle. He was just there by himself throwing them, sending it.
2: Okay, Dude, that's that's how a lot of parents did. If you had some, like, rowdy, ne'er-do-well children, it was like, take them to the arcade so that way you can have an hour or two of just fresh air. Like, go, go to the park. Go touch some grass with your bare toes. Go do anything else because that child is not there. Granted, now mm-hmm. you released your menace to a bunch of innocent, unsuspecting children whom are just trying to win tickets. Yeah. 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 Oh, you I can know?
1: see it. As then you guys know, I am mm-hmm. low, so we should end this pretty soon. Holy shit, we've been talking for a
2: minute. Okay, <laughs> we're definitely gonna have to do a part two of this then, because I I could easily keep going for another for another fucking hour.
0: Well, since we got to wrap soon, folks, thank you for bearing with us for all of this. Uh, Limitations. We'll do our usual outros, but how about instead of our normal personal notes? arcade game you think is underrated people should try so we're gonna start with the mm. editor who's almost out of power so that way if he goes down we can still hear him.
1: fuck uh honestly can you come
0: back to me i need
1: to think about this one
0: yeah yeah d how about
2: yourself an underrated arcade game
0: yeah any generation could be old could be new could be one you've only heard of just something you think if people you could should ever...
2: try if you could ever fi- uh, like find an actual standalone machine for it, I definitely that that that's actively working. Uh, Area Fifty One was just an absolute wild ride from start to finish, providing aliens to fighting uh, actual like Area Fifty One soldiers. You're you're just a um, you're just a renegade trying trying to do something. I still to this day don't understand what the storyline was, but it was such a fun wild ride from start to finish.
0: Uh, um. The quick breakdown of the story. I know this is what we're doing, but I, I gotta share it with you. You're a Secret Service soldier who's on damage control because an alien virus escaped and started turning this Area 51 staff into aliens. So you're there to clean it okay. out and help the surviving soldiers.
2: Alright. Sorry,
0: had to had to had to throw that out there. I love that game so much. Solid so recommendation from DJ. Oof. Hitting you with the feels. Dog, what are you doing? <laughs> She just headbutted in my chair. She just walked up and just poof slid me to the right.
2: Like, what? <laughs> He's talking about Please. a dog, by the way. Yeah. Uh, uh, you actually, still need
0: a little more time, Burning?
1: No, I actually got one. Um sticking to my usual preference of games, I'm just gonna throw out the Terminator game.
0: I've still never found a working cabinet, so I'm on that recommendation list as well. I gotta try it someday.
1: I only was able to play it once, so the (laughs) next time I was able to go to the place that had it, it was broken down. So. It's
0: always broken because everybody loves it. (laughs) Always. It's always broken.
1: And just like DJ, (sighs) I was was that guy that would dual wield the fucking guns because you could. (laughs)
2: Yeah, that's one of the beautiful things about arcades is how janky they were. House of the Dead: one of the guns is always going to be broken, or a screen is going to uh, is broken, or it's just eating your coins and not giving you credits.
0: Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Happens a lot too.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, so quickly, your All recommendation right. before he uh, before he dies.
0: Oh, without a doubt, I've talked about it on the channel before, but somehow not a lot of people know about it. Four D Dark Escape. It's a horror arcade game that, like the Jurassic Park one DJ Mm. mentioned, you sit in a cabinet, pull the curtains, but these are blackout curtains that are tinted red, so it looks very ominous with the light shining through. You grab your gun, it's two-handed grip, two players sitting on a bench. It's called 4D because it has a heart monitor, and it makes sure if you're gonna have a panic attack, it shuts down and kicks you out. Because it has things touching your legs, air blowing in your face, the seat moves side to side, and each level's based on a phobia do not let that deter you i'm not telling you to pick your phobia but even if you have one do one of the other maps the game is one of the best arcade shooters of all time hands down and i would love to get a gopro view of me and deej in there just screaming like send and lead down range heart (laughs) monitors tacked out just below panic attack oh my god it's a that's gonna be a thing we need to do that someday
2: it's like the harvard's at panic attack level but they're but they're yelling hell yeah hell yeah they're enjoying this okay God. They're sadists.
0: Uh, would God. that be masochists? I, I think. Yeah, you I your... think it
2: would be masochist. no, ma- no masochists. No, no masochists. The like pain. Sadists like giving pain. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay.
2: I'm still. So we'd be. I'm. Kidding. We'd be sending lead down range. We're killing them. We're hurting them. We're sadists.
0: I guess everything is perspective. I guess. It's time's relative. Anyways. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us this has been Oskill Entertainment once again that's been Brandon this has been DJ and I've been Mikey and we'll have to catch it god damn it, Seed showed up for the last part (laughs) and we'll catch you (laughs) next time